0: So we started yeah we're starting right now this is the first official episode of the heavyweight podcast I'm known by many names but today I'm just gonna go by stutter and this is uh my co-host
1: go ahead and you think I'm gonna just be uh Kevin. Kevin I don't know if I should be Kevin Wendell'll be Kevin Wendell and he's uh I, th- I tell jokes sometimes he's a comedian <laughs> and a rapper and a um I'm a rapper I've heard you rap. Right. I guess it's recorded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, and um, yeah, we decided to make a podcast, to talk about what we want to talk about. Yep. And um, at times we might agree, other times you might not. So, that is what it is. And, um, so, let's go. We're going to get into this because since it's, I constantly see it on my timeline, we're going to talk about the NBA Finals. And um, I saw a post... A couple of days ago, some guy was ranting about how LeBron James ruined the NBA when he decided to go to the Miami Heat and win championships, then come back to Cleveland because that made every other
1: basketball player
0: decide that they, they should do the same thing to try to win championships as well. What's your takes
1: on this, Kevin? That is not, I, I don't know. That's dumb. <laughs> it's not LeBron's fault. Like I had this conversation, to be honest with you, which is hilarious. At it yesterday, and I was like, "Well, you gotta think about everybody's been trying to do that." Yeah, you gotta remember uh, the Lakers. We had Carl Malone and Gary Payton try to do that at the they end tried. of their career. They tried. Like, they failed miserably, but they yeah. tried. They were forty years older than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. It's
0: not. Is it his fault? I don't think it's his fault. I mean, I get where the guy was trying to make the point that pretty much he made it look like it was okay to do, but people have been doing it. I agree with you. Like, even look at before that, it was the Celtics, the did Celtics it. With, with Kevin Garnett and uh, Paul Pierce yeah. and Ray Allen. They did the
1: same thing and got a championship. They held franchises together. Yeah,
0: so it's, <laughs> so it's like it it happens. It's been happening and now all of a sudden, because LeBron did it, now of now it's yeah. Bad because Kevin Durant went to the the Golden
1: State Warriors. And oh, I hate it though. I do. hate, I hate it. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like it's not like they did anything wrong. But well, I'm like, I think this might be the new norm. <laughs> 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 I think this is you're gonna have Olympic teams playing against Olympic teams. Yeah. Like, what in the hell
0: is going on? <laughs> and, and the touch on that more like, I look at the Kevin Durant situation. It pissed me off not because. Him going to the Golden State Warriors, but the fact that oh. last year he was with OKC, they actually had a chance to beat them. He had a squad that could actually beat them, and then he said, "You know what? I can't beat them. Fuck it, I'm gonna join them." Where in Oklahoma? Yeah, like they, they weren't gonna beat them. They they had them. They, they had them on the ropes.
1: They weren't gonna beat them. <laughs> they, they could don't. have. They would have tried four years in a row and been like, I "Maybe know. I should have went to Golden." State. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel, honestly, though, Kevin Durant out of all the players in the West have the best
0: chance to actually try to yeah I end. mean I
1: get that standpoint and I'm more of a hater I was like why didn't you come to LA for like <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> want to meet with LA like, that's the cold part yeah oh they'll get their day back oh. I see that no it's gonna happen Magic Johnson's no joke uh, he's no joke he wouldn't even let that happen I don't think was like yeah uh you know what I like you you're a great player but you got beat last year stay on yeah. your team <laughs>
0: So, all right, you've been touching more on that. What about, you know, ball going to the Lakers? Because everybody wants to talk. I I, I think he's overhyped, but what do you feel? I think it would be good.
1: I like it. I like it because he he would fit in that team. Because D'Angelo is going to want to shoot, but he has to try to distribute now. Mm -hmm. And he's a good passer, but, like, he's too indecisive. Like, he's timid. Mm -hmm. And that's, like. Inconsistent, too. Very yeah. inconsistent. Like, he, he'll have
0: a game where you'll be like, okay. And then the next thing you're like, what that?
1: Yeah. And I think if he has somebody that drives the game, he can just focus on, okay, I can shoot and I don't have to be. He can just stay who he is because he's yeah. he's soft. Like, yeah. I'll be <laughs> honest, he's soft.
0: <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of uh, D'Angelo Russell at all. But I, I've i seen the games where I see his potential and then he just pisses me off the next
1: yeah, he seems like he gets caught up when he sees something on Instagram. Yeah, oh man, video. they made a they made a bad post about me. Like, get over <laughs> that, man! You grown? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's real.
0: So, um, all right, um, watching all that and
1: watching the playoffs, I don't know. I was surprised that Cleveland won last night. I'm happy because that's what needed to happen. Yeah, because a sweep wouldn't. I mean, it's it's weird. Here's the weirdest part for me: is that I'm on both sides where I'm like, okay. I'd like to see LeBron beat them just because it's a super team, and even though he's on a super team, his team's not as super as that team. Yeah. And I was like, all right, a sweep would be dope because that's history. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, well, that's gone. Can they come back (laughs) from 0-3? Yeah, this is always interesting to do this. Like, how do you, like, how do you transition? See, I'm just going to talk through what's going on. Yeah, and (laughs) – this is this is what's dope about the
0: first, first episode. You're learning how to fill it out because you don't know exactly what to go with and what to go for. So transitioning from sensitive players like D'Angelo Russell he's talking about, uh. we're going to switch into sensitive times with Dave Chappelle came out with a couple of, to me, what I felt were dope stand-ups on Netflix. Causing a lot of controversy, people saying he, he was too, yeah. um,
1: too uh, offensive. I guess too so offensive the
0: used. for the times. To me, I it's, it's, to me, it's exactly what he's been doing for yeah. years. But all of a sudden, in this time, and that coming out at this time, now it's too sensitive. You think that yeah. he's too raw for this time
1: that no. we're living? It's 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 an interesting thing. Like I'm, I'm gonna sound like, who the hell are you? Like you who the hell are you? Yeah, but it's like. Dave Chappelle, my favorite comedian. Mine too. Dave Chappelle came out. His specials were good. They weren't the best they in weren't Dave Chappelle's standards, but yeah. that's Dave Chappelle's standards. Yeah. We don't live in that world. Man. But it's like, if you're in there, you know times change. Yeah. So you got to kind of go with the times. And his stuff wasn't that offensive. No. Like, some of the things you said were like, eh, <laughs> uh, he probably could have used left that out. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't like that bad. But it's like, you got to change with the times, and I, I think he did, a bit. But he still got to be him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a hard situation to look at. Especially when you're bluntly stating what you feel,
0: and that's the whole. To me, I think that's the great thing about watching comedians at at their best is when you see the art. It's like if they're they're able to convey what they feel. In an honest way, and we tend to gravitate towards it. So, when I watch Dave, I don't think, oh man, he's just trying to like shock for shock value. value. He's He's, not that person.
1: Yeah, he's just bluntly telling you how he feels, and then you relate. I just think it's funny because I think the things he's talking about are shocking. Yeah. Where you're like, but this is real life. Like, this is what's going on. (laughs) It's like, that's a shock comedian. Like, is he? Or is he just saying shit you don't want to? face I'm sorry yeah. I don't I'm not even sure if we're allowed to cuss <laughs> <laughs> you cussing, you say okay, I was just like hmm I yeah, didn't I just, just <laughs> bluntly saying
0: what we feel this is like I said this is what we're doing this for is to state our opinions and you can agree with them you can not agree with them hopefully you agree with them and-
1: I wish we could have like callers like the radio that would be I remember <laughs> those times like what do you think but that could always go bad. Like, could, I don't yeah. listen. You know what? Don't hang <laughs> up. We're gonna have an argument. <laughs> and then you spend however long, like, man, I don't even know what the fuck we talking about. Here. So, um, but yeah, if you think about it too, like, with the uh, comedy and Chappelle and all that, is I think the times of now are where people just want to argue. Yeah, They just want to be offended by something. Just so they can have, yeah, for argument's sake. Like yeah. It's weird, and I don't get why it happened. Like, yeah, things are, like, different, and we should be more tolerant of each other. We are, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't make me vilified yeah. <laughs> because I'm not on your page with something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people are like, oh, well, you just don't like such and such. Like people are like, Oh, they don't like they're homophobes like yeah. they're not f- homophobes. That guy just happened to be gay and that guy don't like like him, but they always somebody always turns it into something yeah. that it's not. Same and, thing with the perfect examples
0: like black lives that whole black lives matter shit where people would say, Well, it's not all lives matter, not just and, and yeah. it turns into well, you just are you really like looking for a reason to argue for argument's sake, or is this really a, a
1: legitimate yeah. Do you know how tempted I am to just be on Facebook like Black Lives Matter like every day, just to put that and just to see some of my friends be like, I'm like we're gonna have a conversation. It's cool. Like I know who you are. You're not racist. But I need you to know, when you say things like this, you come off racist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I see it constantly as well. It's just, it's, it, I do feel people do it for the
1: argument's sake, and then, then you're just sitting there honestly arguing. I can tell you why it's because they go on their own websites. they're like pages and stuff that everything's geared towards like that's the thing about the internet is, is like you can go you can stay in your own world mm-hmm. and never look at anything that counter argues whatever you believe in. Mm-hmm. like you can watch news shows, you can watch find videos and everything that supports you, yeah. so they just see that, so like on those sites and stuff, they're going to get those videos of people in the Black Lives Matters movement that are dumb as hell, then they're like, well, all white people are the devil. You're like, that's yeah. that's not how this is supposed to go. <laughs> this is how this movement ends real fast. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's all they see. Yeah. And, and it's like. And, the, you know, a couple
0: can ruin, ruin it for everyone. They go, see? See? This is why. And you're like, see, that's not what everyone yeah. feels.
1: It's just, it's a weird thing because like, how do you fight it? Yeah. Because you're are like, they like, well, didn't you see this? You're like, yeah. I can't even argue that. That's wrong. My bad. Yeah. Like, but it's not my bad. That's yeah. That's just everyone. <laughs> have, they're entitled to their own opinions. Not to say it's right, but
0: you you can't be like. Well, he said that shit, so that means you believe yeah. it too. So, yeah, I I just think for the sake of argument, like it 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 becomes annoying. Like me being on my job as a as a as a driver for UPS. This is one of the most. This shit. This is this is another black dude. I'm going to deliver right in another apartment complex and there's empty parking spaces. Yeah. So there's a bunch of empty parking spaces and and we're trained to, you know, you you park wherever there's open spaces, you're not blocking anybody. You're only going to be gone for a minute, two minutes. So this guy comes, when I come back to the truck, he's like, hey, yo, for real, bro? (laughs) For real, bro? I would be hot as hell had you have blocked all the parking spaces. We pay a lot for these parking spaces, bro. And I was like looking at him, and I'm—he's like he's fucking serious. Like he ain't playing. Yeah. He's like for real, bro. And I'm like, I was only gone for a minute. It don't matter, bro. And I'm like, so this niggas arguing with me over a hypothetical situation. Yeah, it'd be like, it, but we didn't. Yeah, what but it? there was—you oh, had open parking spaces. Yeah. Did you have a place to park? Yeah, but if I hadn't, bro, and I was like, what the? F- yeah, we I mean, have but for what,
1: argument's sake. What world are you living in? Like- yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but, but that's the point I'm saying people for argument's sake will have an argument with somebody because they thought what would've happened oh if it would've happened yeah, that's, oh you're like
1: what the f hey, if you weren't in uniform you should. Yeah, you could just like uh next time <laughs> I'm gonna block all these motherfuckers <laughs> I'm looking at them like are you
0: serious though but people are truthfully to me I believe are in the argument's sake they want to have arguments and it's like they're, and I can tell this dude was looking for a confrontation yeah me being in uniform, me doing my job is like... I don't know
1: why. Like, where the hell that come from? Like, why does everybody want to argue? Like, first... Like, nobody... Everybody thinks that their their opinion matters more than everyone else's. So yeah. I yeah. I mean, I guess... I'm looking at my phone, and you you have a voice now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have a voice on You blast it on Facebook, anything. Yeah. It's out to the world, when before, yeah, you, you had, like, a group of people you could talk to, and, like, somebody's like, that's dumb. You're like... We got to shut up and just stay in our corner. Now everyone can say it
0: more important anonymously and not have to face the repercussions either. That's why there
1: was like 14 goth kids in high school. Yeah. Because you're like, not everybody's going to do that. So you guys just go over (laughs) in the corner. Yeah. Now you have
0: that safe safe little nook where you can go spew whatever you feel and not have to worry about the repercussions. Yep. Your your coworker next to you could be like, I hate niggers, and, da, 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 da. and they'd be like, Hey, how you doing, Kevin? And you're like, Oh, what's up? And you think he's cool, yeah. and you don't know when he's sitting at home. Like,
1: he could be doing that at work.
0: <laughs> but you know, it, it's I guess I don't know. It's a conflicting.
1: It's, yeah, it's like the 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 threat of being punched in the face yeah. is gone. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: you say what you want. Yeah, that's that safe, that safe haven for people, I guess. So, yeah, but moving on. Um, all right. So, since we're even, this is a perfect transition, I guess, since we're talking about the internet and it being this safe haven for people. It also, I know, this has become a way for a lot of artists to get hype and get more success and get more known and get more buzz using the internet what do you think now in this day and age from when you remember growing up and hearing about artists, rappers in particular, being getting famous, now they can literally do it from their living room or bedroom, get a buzz and get a following. Now, what do you think it takes now as opposed to before? Like, Do you think it was harder then as far as talent-wise, or do you think that now... That we have the internet, that the talent's still the same, or do you think the talent is lessened since it's easier? No,
1: I think it's. Still, I honestly think it's about the same. It might be. You're gonna probably think this is crazy. It might be heightened. Cause it's S- easier. Talent-wise. Yeah. Okay. Cause the people who are good are good. Yeah. Like you have to be, cause there's so much. Yeah. It's the, market's the market's flooded. The market's flooded. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, cause like it's weird, cause it's easier, but it's not easy. Like I think that's the thing people don't tend to see. Is like you still have to like uh, put in the work on the internet circuit. I don't know. I gotta figure that out myself because that's yeah. I'm like damn. This is this is a thing, huh? Like I I gotta do it. I gotta jump yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I don't know. Like looking at it
0: from a standpoint of me being a rapper or. Uh, being back then being I guess more in the t- in the scene as a rapper yeah. it was it was kind of that transition where you're starting to see where everybody had this frame of mind of man we gotta like you know we gotta network amongst each other and yeah. do this 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 and now you're seeing it like I'm seeing artists and they literally haven't left their bedroom but they have a following because they they stay consistent they constantly dropping stuff they know exactly how to how to, to to generate some sort of buzz yeah. using uh, the, the right ag- ag- oh, algorithms oh, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> on on social media they know exactly how to, to to push it to make people buy into it yeah so I, I can see like especially with you saying the flooding in the market you have to be on your ship but I don't know if that necessarily means talent wise it just means you got to know your your business
1: yeah I think like you got to know how to like push it almost yeah, I can see, but for me, I think it's, like, both. Yeah. Because, like, business, like, hell yeah, you got to figure that out quick because yeah. you got, I don't Lil Uzi Vert exist. Like, people are like Lil Uzi Lil Vert. Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty, I'll, I'll tip my hat because that kid figured it out. Yeah. kid like, figured it out. <laughs> to me, I think his his
0: business of of, of getting himself known made it, Made it necessary for him, but as far as talent wise, I don't know if it's up to par.
1: No, no, his talent wise is like, but it's he. That's that's what <laughs> kids want to listen to, man. Like that is what they like. <laughs> and uh, I, I find myself
0: like I watch a lot in the morning when I I'm getting ready for work. I watch uh, Everyday Struggle with Joe Button and that DJ Academics, and they they had a, a, a interview with Yachty and I remember Joe Button asked him if he knew what a 360 deal was and if he was in one and he said he didn't know he kept looking to his manager or whoever to the side to try to figure out what yeah. he was asking him and it, when I saw that it made me feel a little less a, a little less confident in his um, business because it made me feel like okay this is gonna be another black young black male who's gonna probably get screwed at some point if he doesn't know his business yeah. and when he's saying he doesn't know I'm like oh shit like
1: yeah, well, I and don't know how his who, if he what his base is, if he's signing somebody. If it's like grassroots, it's like you never know what the way it is now.
0: From what I understand, he's signed, and um, they pushed for him to put out his album, that Teenage Emotions, but then as soon as the album didn't do what they anticipated, he released a statement saying, you know, they pushed for the album, I really didn't want to, and then it makes yeah. it look like, okay, so they're pushing because they want to milk the success out of you, and right now you're thriving with singles.
1: Yeah, as long as he keeps his money, he'll be okay. Like, Hopefully he keeps his money, because like, a be lot, okay. lot of
0: people do not know how to... to, to Did keep.
1: you ever watch that? I know I'm just digressing a little bit. Did you ever watch that? It's like a, not a round table, but it's kind of like they were on stage. A bunch of old rappers in, like, French Montana and uh, Vince Staples were up there. Okay. And they had, like, and Vince Staples, I love When that fool starts talking, <laughs> you're like, oh, he didn't. He's, like, talking to these old niggas. he's like, listen... Instead of y'all over here hating, like, why don't you teach these young niggas how to yeah. save their money? He's like, all you want to do is sit around and you ain't pushing the culture for it. All you doing is talking. It's like if you ain't gonna listen and you don't like the music, don't fucking listen. It's fine. You can turn it off. That's, that's true. You have that opportunity. But like, <laughs> he it, was just it, like, I true. got a dope manager. I'm not going broke. <laughs> that's, but that's very true. That's a very true statement. And
0: and this what's funny is the I think the conflicting thing with the older rappers is they went through that shit. They couldn't, yeah. they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't handle their money. Um, and they got fucked over. That's why they broke now. Yeah, and they're, bro- <laughs> they're broke now, and then the thing is, it, but they're conflicted because they're bitter as fuck because they look at all the all the new artists and they're like, fuck that nigga, I ain't yeah. telling shit. And it's like, so it's this conflicting thing of fuck that nigga. Yeah. I should tell him. I should help. Nah, but fuck yeah, that nigga. If you were a father, you'd be a terrible father. <laughs> like, that's and most what of them are bad. though. You always hear these deadbeat dads start, yeah, he was making money and he ain't give me shit. Like, that's why I get so conflicted, like with like Big Pun. When you find out how much of an asshole Big Pun was outside of music, you're like, it makes you feel kind of torn,
1: because you're like, this is a dope lyricism. And nah, that's nah, not that. To me, not that. Not for that. The Only person I feel that way is Bill Cosby. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. the only person. <laughs> where you're like, oh, I want to tell that joke, but I just he, he raped everyone. Yeah, <laughs> he can't tell that joke. <laughs> but, I I I, I keep going in on Bill Cosby. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry I went there. But that's like. <laughs> that's that's how those niggas are with that. Like, with the. Uh, it's bitter shit. Yeah, that's true. It's, I see it that's in
0: comedy. It. It's like, it's bitter. It's like, I could tell him and I could help him and guide him to a, a more successful life than I have. But fuck that. That means he's more yeah, successful I don't than I was.
1: like. I never understood that. It's like crabs in a barrel shit. Like, oh, when you. Okay. I see that at comedy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker ain't funny. Why he got a following? I'm like, because he did something, yeah. He did something that people like, and you're upset. And you, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't comprehend like that's.
0: I think it's in entertainment. It's it's amazing, especially as as black males trying to succeed. You you see all these in, these situations where you're like, dude, like you could help, but you'd rather tell s- talk about how so and so is or yeah. how you don't like this or you don't feel like he's. He has got. He knows the history of that. And it's like, well, everybody grows up in different times. These young cats aren't going to know about yeah, Biggie what, and Pac. And they didn't come up knowing what Biggie and Pac did or meant yeah. for the culture. They just came up with whoever was popping at the time when they were growing up. And sometimes it's Soldier Boy, unfortunately, for them. So they go look at Soldier Boy and they're like, that's who I looked up to. So you can't knock them for... Yeah, I'm like, who... Is
1: this? Who gives a fuck? It's history. Yeah, it's, it's
0: history, and it's the past. But people stop. They get so hung up on it. And then that—that's that, their supposed reasoning for not wanting to help. Yeah, because I
1: like I get it. Like, cause history is important. But we talking about like we talking about music history And like, the future. Like that's cool. But I like when I start thinking about history, I think about like deep ass shit. Yeah. Like, I'm like nigga, we. We are like 40 removes, forty years removed from getting our asses sprayed with water hoses. Yeah. You worry about Biggie and Tupac? Yep. Like, I worry about that shit. That's they can off. just rap. Like, just let them rap about what they live in now. Because if you want to talk about history, that's what Biggie and Tupac did. Yep. So, why the hell should they be like, oh, yeah, I'm talking about Biggie and Tupac? Like, why? You were born in 98. Both those niggas like, were dead. They were like, dead?
0: <laughs> you wouldn't know. Shit. You, and that's the thing. Like, I, I find it so conflicting. As a as an artist myself, because I would see these things, and I understood you understand and comprehend that these dudes came before you. But when you see the, the, their attitude towards the younger generation, it's like, what the fuck is he so bitter yeah. for?
1: Like, but and the coldest part is those niggas would have probably been like, yeah, fucking let those niggas get money. Like, what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, they sound stupid. You guys like this? Like, I don't like it, but whatever. Like, yeah, it's, we're we're pushing the culture
0: forward. Yeah, and, it, and the part of the pushing the culture forward is showing is having the the ability to respect others for what they yeah, do. There's like, going
1: to be a ton of diversity once yeah. you start pushing forward. You gonna find those those uh, niggas named Brandon <laughs> <laughs> that are just dope. When you're like, Brandon's nice. <laughs> Where's yeah, Brandon re- from? He's from. Tallahassee And you
0: know And that, that That's the That's the great thing I think about the future Is that Eventually all these Barriers are gonna break down As far as His genre Yeah Like there's not There's no one gonna be like No that's a rapper right there You know how you could tell Cause he It's gonna be like That nigga with the Polo shirt Yeah Can rap his ass off
1: Okay here's I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it a little bit Since we're in the rap world And culture and all this This is I know this isn't in there but it's like uh, the gay rapper. Like, when's that gonna happen? Where a nigga is like, and like, how do you feel about that? Because I watch rap, and some of those niggas are like, man, shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I guarantee you, there's a million gay rappers right now. <laughs> yeah, there was one on a uh, fucking one of those loving
0: hip hops, loving hip hop LA, I think. Well, I mean, that's like that's a but massive like, rapper. Yeah, man. like
1: I know there's, I'm sure there's a movement coming. There's got to be, like, the whole thing is, like, damn, this is going to sound fucked up. But, like, sometimes sometimes I look at, like, how the whole gay movement thing is, it's not even a movement. Like, niggas is just gay. That's just what it is. Like, that's not a movement. That's people are alive. And they should be allowed to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, some people, like, try to press it. Yeah, I'm, like... Don't press it. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Just let it be. But, like, people are scared of it too in hip hop. Yeah. It, so it, it, it's like, do you press it or do you just let it be? <laughs> so, it's like, I think it's an
0: interesting thing because it's like the, the point of kind of teetering on the side of some of them being homophobic and others people just not knowing. So yeah. they're kind of like, oh, shit. But I think if you, like, if an artist came out was was homosexual, And they were just rapping and they did their songs and they were rapping, and then kind of like through the middle of it, you're like, wait a minute, was he rapping about a... It would be a little bit more easier to take than somebody, like you say, pushing in your face, going, I'm gay, this is this. Then you're like, oh, wait, wait. (laughs) But if you like kind of had to, mind, this dude's coming off dope as shit, and he's like, you know, the whole time he's rapping about another dude, you're like, oh, fuck, really? And And like, you're like, that would be a little bit easier. But when it, you know, it's flamboyant, it's in your face, people kind of go, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. but if it, it, but I think if you come nice. off dope
1: Yeah if they're nice And they come off dope And the song's just but like what I'm saying What if they're nice And they're flamboyant And in the face see, Where you're like This I've, nigga literally Just <laughs> rapped about Sucking dick And like Did you hear The bars though <laughs> I said
0: that. That's where it's going to be conflicting for people because they're going to be like, I don't know, I can't get down. Like, I can't, bump, I can't be riding down the street bumping this shit. Like, and you just look to the side and you and somebody looking at you like, word, really, fam? You like, like,
1: you didn't hear this wordplay?
0: He's sucking dick,
1: not me. Like, let him suck a dick. Like, that's his life.
0: I'm telling you, like, I had a, a situation with that with uh, Eminem. I was in L.A. I was. On my way back, and I just gotten uh was it was it release therapy or not release therapy? On um, that's ludicrous. Um, what relapse? Yeah, I think it was relapse or recovery. Oh, no, recovery. And uh, he had this. It might have been. Re-
1: Wait, which what was it? Like the goofy shit? Yeah, where he
0: was going. There was a song about he was talking about getting raped. That's relapse for sure. Relapse. That's yeah. definitely not on recovery. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it was one of the albums when he came back, and I was in, in L.A. coming back. Uh, to go, come back to to the IE, and I was bumping. It was I just heard it for the first time, and he was, he started talking about rape, but the the beat was dope. Oh, okay. And I, I'm turning it up, and I'm bumping. I'm sitting at the light, and there's a lady next to me with her kid in the back seat, and he's just talking about rape, getting ass raped, and I'm look. I look over. She's looking at me, and I'm like. I, yeah. I, I roll up my windows, turn you know, turn that's, it down. Like you feel it kind of self conscious, and you're like, "Oh, so really, that's what you're gonna listen to, my kid?" And you're like, it, yeah, "It's not I mean, my, it's not my, that. yeah." But that's
1: respectful what you did. Like, <laughs> uh, sorry, kid. <laughs> but, but that's
0: you know another instant where that wasn't my beliefs. Yeah, it was just it was like, but I, I like you said, I was like, "Did you hear the word play?" Like, yeah. this, if it's nice, like. But it's just still
1: kind of like, yeah, shit. It's just like, going to be like... funny. I'm waiting on that to happen. I'm like, I want somebody to be like super flamboyant gay. Like super flamboyant gay and be nice. And yeah. people just be sitting there like, ah, like what did I, What do I do? Like, because this is nice. My thing, like... You're going to have
0: closet fans. Like, I'm a big man. You got
1: so-and-so's albums? Like, like, like... Just sneaking in there, like, hey. Just drop a line there like. Oh, I got to pretend like I don't know what that verse is. Over here, somebody's (laughs) saying the lyrics and you start,
0: you know the verse? Nah, nah, man. I just was, nah, man, I was just mumbling. It's like, oh, you sound like you knew the verse. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Like, I'm going to have fun when that happens. So, all right. I'm going to stay on this topic. It's going to be like a sub. And it's actually some people are going to be pissed off about it. But I've always saw this and I always felt, it kind of bugged me, but it didn't bug me because I understand it. Woman and entertainment, because I think it's a double edged sword. I feel like, especially being a. When I was rapping on the scene, I would notice there were female MCs or female singers that got a lot more attention because they were female and not necessarily because they were talented.
1: Hmm.
0: And I'm not saying this doesn't apply to everyone, but like to particular females, I noticed they would get a lot of attention and it wasn't because they were talented. that talented it was because dudes was trying to you know have some sort of relationship with them and i always felt like it was just conflicting because i would see it and you would see them get the success part of success but then you also see them conflict and say how they're not getting respected or not they're not being taken serious so how you feel as a as a a comedian like i'm sure you've seen it where you see people get a lot more love
1: all the time that's just
0: i think entertainment but how do you feel like does it? Do you feel like for the the woman? Do you feel bad that because they have to, but yeah, at the same time they're
1: if they're not good, shh, good for them. Cause <laughs> like if they're not like you, you weren't good at this. Like you, yeah. good for you, cause you got something. Cause yeah, out of your work ethic and all this shit, probably wasn't gonna happen. And that's that's just anybody, but like yeah. mostly dudes are bookers and stuff. And yeah, and there's some shithead dudes where they're like, you're like. So you're gonna put her on this show because you're trying to get with her, not off of her talent. Because yeah. that's now you're making a bad show.
0: Yeah, that's just dumb. And I, I would see it because, like I said, it doesn't apply to all women. I've seen talented women. It's yeah, just, you'll come across that one. You're like, I can tell. The only reason why you got this show or you got any attention was because somebody was trying to get something else out of you. Yeah, and then they they act oblivious to it. They act like if they don't know. To me, I, I look at it like the hustle. If you understand the hustle and you're saying you know why you got there and you're not expecting anything other than I got here because of this and I know that, then I can respect the hustle. To me, I just kind of find it so crazy when they go, I don't know why they're not respect. And you go like, you, you can't. But it's like talent-wise? unfortunate,
1: it's unfortunate too though, because like there's so many women that are good at what they do too, yeah. that are just like it. Like you said, it's a double edged sword. There's a Double edged sword, yeah. She's really good, but But she's getting no exposure. Yeah, and they're always,
0: (laughs) and it's always like it's a double-edged sword. In the in the the case of they, sometimes it's like she's not being taken serious because she's a woman. Yeah, but she's dope, and then you see the other side where it's she's not being taken serious
1: because of this woman. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and it's like shit. Like it's it sucks to see, but I would see it all the time. And you always see like oh you know I'm popular in this and I got this, and you're like sometimes I'm just like. You have to be aware. You can't be that oblivious to why you're getting this attention. And it, as a as a art, as another artist watching you, it's like I, I can't feel bad if you or if you know, if you can understand that it potentially but is something that's benefiting you and at the same
1: time, the weird thing is, at a certain point, will it? Does it matter if they like how they get it? If they start to get better. If they get better, and and I think like if they're actually taking
0: the yeah, the craft take... serious, like yeah, I I respect it. It's just when you see it and they go, I don't know, and then you are like, well, I don't know what to tell you, other than either you know if you take the craft serious, and to me, I feel like if you eventually push enough through it, you are gonna weather the storm, and then people will eventually take you serious. Yeah,
1: and it's like, let's make it controversial. You ready? If you can, why the fuck not? <laughs> like, why yeah, not? I, I, I like, like if, I said, was a if you woman know the hustle and,
0: like, if you know it's a hustle it's your hustle and you know that that's why you're here, more power to you. But yeah. I I just I just kinda bugs me when they go, I have no idea I'm getting this love because I'm just that dope and then you're like, Why am I not getting the respect? It's like
1: Yeah, don't suck all the dicks. Like yeah. you gotta pick the right ones. Like don't yeah, pick know the, the right, right ones.
0: ones. If you know the hustle them all power to you i don't i don't judge on that i'm just you saying know how
1: many dudes would be sucking dicks if they knew it would get them to the top <laughs> like
0: it's like these dicks and get up to the top so, <laughs> yeah but it's honestly like i always notice like it should even in just in, in society in general how that that is literally a, a thing like if a oh. woman's attractive boy she can get so much it is yeah. to me the, the equivalent of what people talk about when they say white privilege if uh-huh. if you've never seen a person go, I have no idea. Is watch a a pretty woman who gets shit on the constant on a, a regular basis tell you, oh, so I, I, this is, doesn't happen to you, and you go, fuck no, that doesn't happen to me. Free oil changes, people giving them tires and gifts, and they go, that doesn't happen to you, fuck no. Well, that they doesn't don't happen hang out
1: with regular people then. Cause... Yeah,
0: because like <laughs> I, was, I see it, uh, and they'll literally tell you, oh, so you don't, I, you don't get constantly get like free stuff, and you're like, no. No, that doesn't. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. But I no, that doesn't happen to me. You're like, really? I
1: wish I was that attractive. Yeah, like just attractive, not even rich. They're like, I don't even know if this person has money. Yeah. But damn, you want some free gas? Like, sure. Why not? What for? You
0: see it? You're like, that shit is crazy. But I wish that could happen to me. But it, yeah, to me, like it's that that equivalent when people are oblivious and they go, that shit don't exist, and you're like, I don't. Yeah, I don't get that so sorry about that i not cut you off i've probably been doing that a lot no I don't, I don't <laughs> mind. I, but i'm saying like in the in the when i see that when people say white privilege privilege doesn't exist and you go if you can say that this is my best example if you don't look at right privilege that way because i don't really get into that but when people say it doesn't exist look at a an attractive person and how often they get shit and then ask them afterwards how often does this happen to you and what if I told you that this doesn't happen there? I guarantee you most
1: of them would be like, really? That doesn't happen to other people either? You want to know something? I live my life as if I have white privilege. <laughs> but I'm saying it like... It works that way. <laughs> it's I so just, wonderful. Honestly,
0: I don't look at it and I don't dwell on it. I don't let it bug me because at the end of the day, I see it, but I don't care because it, do- it doesn't affect me to the point where it's like, oh, I can't get what you get. Yeah. It's just, hey, you know, I oh. bust my ass. I go do this. I don't... Cause trouble. I just know how to bother nobody. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It's real talk. And I go to work every day. I'm nice to customers and they don't, I stand at the radar. I get my paycheck. I go home. That's it. And then success happened.
1: Yeah. But sometimes try walking around as if you're getting white privilege. And when it doesn't happen, it's just normal. So it don't, it's like, whatever. But like, I pretend like that. Like if somebody does some racist shit, I'm like, that's not real. Yeah. That's not happening to me. Yeah. You can get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah. So it's. I it's think. like you wouldn't to punch the motherfucker in the face. Like I'm going to punch you in the mouth. And you're like, I'm 30 years old now. I'm going to get a fucking. Yeah. I'm going to get a charge. Yeah. that said something.
0: It's just being smart about it and how you play it. So. Yeah. I, racism exists. Yeah, it's, it's that's just fine. It's gonna that's going to be That's a blunt statement. People don't like to admit it, but yes, racism exists. And that's good for me. Yeah, just don't let it bother you, and and, and not, not let it affect your daily life. Just realize it's there, and just accept it, and say well, it is what the fuck it is. Yeah, I'm in comedy, so I get to write jokes. Yeah, you can you can spit it like I, I get to make music, and I can spew spew whatever fuck I feel the vent if I need to. But
1: it nah, exists. I think it's fun in that where you like people will sit there and they're like. Never thought about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you can paint a picture to make
0: people see it with a different perspective. And I think that's the beauty of what we do. Yeah, just the art. Yeah. It's fun. And moving on, um, shit. what what else can we talk about in this? I think
1: we've moved quite we, smooth oh, through the transition. What was that one you had? Was that the last one there? The what is The one thing growing up. Oh, yeah, about being black. Yeah. That's funny. We were just talking about that. Like, how did you try to transition from that? We were just talking about blackness and shit. Yeah. Racism. <laughs> That's one thing you learned when you grew up being yeah. black. Racist.
0: <laughs> I, but to touch on it more, for me, one thing I learned about being black growing up besides racism and dealing with like I had so many instances where I got pulled over for in the passenger seat or whatever, for being black with my dad and them saying I fit a description. But past that, uh, was learning uh, that things happen. Like racism was one thing I learned that that happened at a young age with my dad. Like they pulled him over and I saw them mess with him. And I just learned it. He just told me as we were walking home that day, um, because they impounded his car. I forgot to lay that out. (laughs) I didn't want to leave that out, rather. We had to walk home, and uh, he just told me, as you get older, you're going to have to realize that this shit happens. And you still got to stay on that path. Like You still got to not let it deter you and get you angry. You just got to accept that these these things happen and go about it. Because I've never seen cops hassle somebody so much In front of me, me being only like seven or eight and go, what the fuck are they fucking with him for? He wasn't even the cause of an accident. Like my dad was literally sitting at the, at the, at the light. Uh, somebody ran a light, hit another car, hit that car so hard. They ran up, they got hit, slid over and they hit us. And the cops didn't even ask them any questions. They just started hassling my dad, asking him if you've been drinking. And I'm looking at my dad like, why are you letting him talk to you like this? And just realizing he says, no, sir, I have my son. Da, 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 da. He's just, you know, being. And I'm, I, my dad is a hothead. I've never seen him be that calm. But learning that at a young age, kind of helped me guide through life, not being so pissed off when other things would happen. Knowing how to talk to cops. is that, that's the point. When you're young, you learn how to talk to the police. You learn what not to say because if not, in this day and age, if you ain't, le- <laughs> if you can't tell.
1: It's pro. You have to have that proper sometimes because it's amazing that I'm I'm not dead. Because <laughs> like I said, I pretend to be white. <laughs> the cops showed... I've had times where I've laughed. And they were like, "Do you know why I pulled you over?" I'm like, is this funny? Like, I was doing sixty in a forty. Why are you asking me? <laughs> You're gonna shoot me on this trip? I have a white woman in the seat with me. <laughs> Saying like, and.
0: That's it's different different strokes for different folks. So, it's, yeah, me, I just learned that early, and then at, every time I've had a dealing with cops, usually besides being arrested, like being literally thrown in the back of a squad car, they usually don't fuck with me past that. They go, okay,
1: not to say that oh he knows his place, they just know this nigga's not gonna do anything. No, it is that you can <laughs> you can say it's not to say it, but it is that. Oh, you know your place. Yeah. Like, this don't don't believe that that's not a real thing. But like, yeah, some cops just, that are not like that. But I think the whole culture of it has developed into that. Yeah. And motherfuckers don't even know that they're living that. They're like, you're a good person and you're a cop, but you don't even realize you've been trained yeah. to have this train of thought. True. Very like, true. And I just know when I
0: come across that shit, I'm like, damn. I'm like, yes, yeah, sir. No, sir. Yeah. Uh, Just trying to get the hell home. I don't feel like being shot tonight. That That's honestly what runs through my mind. And then when I see all those tragedies that we've had in the past few years, it's like, when I see it, it saddens me. But I do... I, I've been thinking that since I was... And all my friends would laugh, oh, you f- I'm dead fucking serious. Yeah. Every time I come across a cop, I'm like, I don't know which cop this is. I don't know if this is the, the, the respectful cop that's actually, you know, gonna do his job the right way or if he's gonna be... If he has a vendetta or a motive of pulling us
1: over to fuck with us or... So I'm always... So that's why I'm the other end of the spectrum with that because that's why I just do what the fuck I'm gonna do I, mean, I know I'm not doing anything that crazy I'm like if they're gonna if I'm gonna, if it's gonna be me it's gonna be me but I'm like <laughs> I gotta be like who I am and like I'm not gonna be different because I'm supposed to be in my place yeah like my place is I am an American in this world I pay my taxes I do everything so mm-hmm. I t- I'm talking like a white guy right now <laughs> Like, so I'm going to be who I am, and you're going to deal with it. And yep. if you can't deal with that, then maybe you have the wrong job. <laughs> like, it's I, almost like this. I know what you're talking yeah, about, because yeah. you're like, there's some niggas out there where you yeah. look at him and you're like, hmm, maybe I won't fuck <laughs> <laughs> He's got his hand on his holster when he walked up. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that shit. But I'd probably be that asshole who's like, hey, why you got your hand on your gun? I'm like, what's yeah. the problem? This is a speeding... <laughs> This is a speeding incident.
0: I, shit, like, I just, I don't know, man. It, for me, I just, honestly, I've been, I, I guess, condi- yeah, conditioned to feel that way just because I do not want to get shot. I've seen yeah. too many instances. I've seen them mess with my dad. I've seen them mess with friends. and.
1: Oh, yeah, trust me. I've been around all that, yeah, but like just, for me, it, I think it just triggered something different in me because I was having that conversation at... We went to the bar after work, mm-hmm. and we're talking about. and I'm like how people talk about black people being a certain way, and I was like, that pisses me off a lot. When mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you ain't black, and I'm like, so you have one set of cr- like, cri- like a criteria, set of criteria yeah. like to make someone being black, and I'm like, I am who I am, and I am like very black, yeah. and like, you can't tell me otherwise. There's no way you could tell me otherwise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's the... This- they always, we, we're always stereotyped, whether it be from other black people or other races. I've seen the other black people stereotype yeah. and go, hey, you ain't black, you don't do this, you don't do that. And you're like, well, just because I try to talk proper, especially when I'm out and about, I talk proper. And I try to be respectful and and in, in regards to understanding that other people have different tastes. Because like, even, especially in this apartment complex, People, some people don't understand that other people have jobs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like you, you have people doing some suspect, I- ignorant shit based on like, I don't got a job, and you're like, well shit, like that doesn't mean your ne- neighbor don't have a job or you know like so they go, oh, I'm gonna bump music at twelve at night, and yeah. you're like, dude, all right, when the cops come, go ahead. Man,
1: like, man, I'm a D boy, like that's is that <laughs> is that the end game? Yeah, that's you didn't listen to Jay Z's album then, did you? You didn't. You started playing the first one, and then you was like, "We done after that." Yeah, this is, this is <laughs> life, son. This is life. And like, he's like you, no, you missed the blueprint three. He went all the way to the blueprint three. It was a reasonable doubt. Now it's three. Three. And then it's Magna Carta, Carta Holy. Yeah, Grail. that's when you're
0: rich. And yeah.
1: the nigga went to start... heaven, and you niggas is <laughs> still over here
0: <laughs> playing music at eleven thirty. <laughs> and he's over here talking about Basquiat and shit, and you're like, "What the fuck's a
1: Basquiat? Like. He's, he's different level. Yeah. Like, I that's, love that. I like that CD when he was just like, uh, Nella Wafers and there still yeah. that nigga. I was like, you still that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but you walk amongst the whites. Saying,
0: Jay's, that's why, that's why I get so mad when people talk shit. I'm like, Jay-Z just literally transcended what we expect yeah. rappers to be. It's like, when he could, like, I remember somebody posted that. I was like, you niggas mad at Jay because he's talking about shit you can't, you don't know anything about. You're mad at him for that. Because you're like, if you listen, I'm like, yeah. I, when you listen, you're like, okay, yeah. Tom Ford. You're like, what the fuck? Why are you talking about t-
1: Cause Tom Because you don't have that kind yeah. of money. Let's get in that world. I'm trying to get in that world. Yeah. Like, I love that he was like, I'm sitting next to Hillary smelling like dank. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you sit with those white niggas, but you still bring some nigga yeah. too. I'm like, hey, Hill, <laughs> I know you can't. Off the record, you want to hit this? <laughs> So,
0: you've been married to Bill for how Don't tell me you don't smoke.
1: I <laughs> bought this Jeep in, yeah. bitch. Let's, you got power. We could smoke this inside. It's <laughs> like me and
0: Obama now. But, um.
1: <laughs> just, oh, I hope he. Like, I know this is this is, this is how you close it. We just ran about bullshit. I hope Obama smoked weed in the White House. That would be the coolest yeah. shit in the world. I know he Rolling just because he's that. black, he's smoked. But fuck it. I hope he did. Because his lips, on the table yeah. just. His lips stayed purple.
0: Uh, Michelle, uh, make sure that door <laughs> yeah. is
1: closed. Um, no, that's. Have you watched House of Cards? Uh, uh-uh. oh, you should watch that because I feel like if it's anything like that, what it probably is in the pro- poli- politics, that's some shit. Like I'm like they just tried to murder you, and like you know it was them, but it's such a game that they'll be in the same building. Like how are you today? And you're like that motherfucker tried to murder me, and I have to smile and just take is that this. On deal. Netflix? Yeah, I'm gonna have to check. But, like, I was saying that because he wouldn't be telling Michelle to close that door. He'd be like, open that door. I want these <laughs> niggas to know I'm smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to fire the president? You know, <laughs> You can't. Sure. That's being proven right now. Trump. Yes. I was about to say,
0: Trump is proven that it's very <laughs> it's very hard to, to get rid
1: of people. I so. like it. I like it. Maybe I should. Like, I wanted to be president when I was younger. Now, I think, now, maybe, it's possible. I should, maybe I should run to it and just be like, hey, you guys gonna fire this nigga? I did not even know what he should be fired for other than, like, he don't know what he's doing. Yeah. He's up there like, shit. And someone's like, hey, you should do this. Okay, I'll go tell them that. And then he won't, like, go talk to anyone else. Yeah. This is what we're doing? Like, do you know what it is? Like, mm <sighs> No. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I don't at all.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. We've touched on, we touched on our, our main topics. Um, so I guess we should give more of an insight now to who we are as artists and why the, I, we've decided to call this, for now, the Heavyweight Podcast. So give more insight to who Kevin Wendell is as far as
1: your business and your passion. I don't know what you mean by because I like don't as have far one as being a comedian, oh okay, I was like I don't have one but, of those <laughs> <But> you <like, laughs> what well I'm saying like as far as to me I look at it like business your, of, your crap yeah, yeah your business is your crap, uh shit, I don't know, man, tell jokes, it's weird where I'm at right now, like I haven't been up there a lot, and like I'm just getting back into it, and do you ever have like this feeling like? I don't. I used to, like, stress about trying to figure out how to make it. I don't stress about that shit at all anymore. Because I'm like, I know where I stand, and I know that that's there. Like, mm-hmm. you can let those opportunities pass and miss them, you know what I'm saying? But, like, the opportunity is always there as long as the stage there, and you still, like, go out there and yeah. put in the effort. Like, one opportunity might be this one. You miss that one. I get that. Yeah. But is that the opportunity that we were supposed to have? Or is it this one? I think anything that's meant to be will be. Yeah. And
0: um, it's just the consistency has always been key. Yeah. And um, as far as like as in the artistry of it, I don't think at this point in time you really should stress about if you're gonna make it, when you're gonna make it. Yeah. It should just be about the craft and and what what you put into it, the love you have for it. And once you, if you always continue to have that love for it, um, you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be okay. You don't have to worry about the everything else. Just you're yeah. doing what you love, you're staying consistent on it, and you pa- you're passionate about it.
1: As long as you have that love for it, it'll always feel like it's not work. Because I hear the people who are like, "Oh, if I don't make it within five years, I'm done. I'm like, well, then you might as well quit today. Yeah.
0: Because it, 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 it can happen at any point, and it's not one of those things where it's just like
1: one sudden instance is going to be what catapults you yeah. to the top. Or, and that's how you get fucked too, though. Because if you go into it with that mentality you might take the first bullshit deal you see. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And they're like, oh, now you're wearing dresses for the rest of your career. Is that what you wanted? No. You got to go in and be like, okay, this is the lane I want. This is where I got to be. Yeah. Like, oh, you want that? me to do that? I can't do that. Like, I know that's money. Dope. But, you know, Yeah. not, not all money is what you want. And can you give me one, because
0: this is, this is why we call it the Heavyweight Podcast. Can you give me one Musical memory you have of Tajore. One, musical memory. One that like as soon as you hear his name, it's just like oh man, I'm like.
1: But there's not one like I had when you said that. There was I know, like yeah. several. <laughs> there was multiple. do like, you want me to. What you want me to do? Uh. I I want to do that. What is, what rap is that? I don't remember what it was that, but I remember I think we were freestyling or was it fucking song he was playing and i was like oh nigga i was like mad i was like fuck this nigga like he said that shit like that shit's dope that's dope as fuck but it was like it's simple because it was like eclipse like a mitsubishi I'll eclipse you niggas or some shit and i was like mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's uh all right i gotta go right yeah. <laughs> i gotta go right i'm trying to think of but like the countless beats that nigga would bring too, where you're like, "That thunder rolls." Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was, was just like, mm. "Okay, I need to go rap." Yeah, <laughs> and
0: that's. The, oh, I was listening to music this morning that I found with him on it, and it's like this dude could spit like, and it's amazing because twenty, it was two thousand three, two thousand four. And listen to that music now, and it's like, that music would still be dope today. Yeah. Spitting-wise, and it's like, ahead of his time, he could
1: dance, Well, the rap, nigga was sing. not Kanye, because Kanye's out of his mind. Yeah. I love that he's out of his mind, <laughs> but that's besides the point. But I'm saying, like, on his beats, Kanye didn't exist, and he was doing what that nigga on Fruity Loops. Yeah. Like, he was doing yeah. what Kanye's doing. I'm like, yeah, he had Fruity Loops. Like, nigga's doing on Fruity Loops. Like. <laughs> and he was doing it it made it seem so effortless, and um,
0: I think the memory i had uh that sticks out in my mind is uh there's so many of them but um going hanging out at r c c he would uh always get me to he would force me to freestyle i used to always be fucking timid i used, i used to fucking never want to freestyle He's like, nigga, you gonna freestyle? We gonna freestyle? I'm gonna get you to freestyle. And then eventually, he got me to finally freestyle. And then I remember, like a month later, he was like, nigga, I got you to freestyle. Now I need you to stop freestyling. Like, Every time <laughs> I have to start knocking on this table to make a beat for you, my hands end up hurting. So I need you to stop freestyling so much. Like just, you know, put a limit on it. And that memory is what I think kind of sparked me to 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 think more outside of the box as a as an artist, because if he hadn't pushed me to open up and be out of my shell, I wouldn't have progressed yeah, and that's what I needed to do and I remember that ended up sparking more curiosity and trying to perform and ended up eventually finding places and venues to perform, but i had i not broken out of that shell and freestyled yeah. around him I wouldn't have gotten here. wouldn't
1: have got into doing all the music stuff yeah. doing the music school and fucking. This podcast, like, everything branches out. Yeah, man, and that's why we call it the Heavyweight Podcast, because
0: that dude is very inspiring, and even though he's not on Earth, he still lives on in spirit, and he's inspired a lot of different artists that you don't even know. You wouldn't even know that they knew him that you probably come across every day, especially in the Inland Empire, like, there's a lot of artists that are popping that you, if you brought up to George, they'd be like, Oh yeah, that's, you know, yeah. man, man, we had this instant, man, he did it up, pushed me there. And it, it's like, that, that dude had a lot of influence and a lot of artists are, are, have been inspired or, or have some
1: memory of him So heavyweight. Podcast. I think he was, uh, he, the embodiment of hip hop. Yeah. That sounds like, but yeah, you're know, like, where was it? we were, uh, We went out to that nigga's house, and I was driving to San Francisco. Like, I just was stopping in California, or stopping down here. I was like, yeah, we about to go to San Francisco, I know. And, like, we just stopped over there, and I was with my friend, and I was telling her, I was like, oh, yeah, this nigga can dance. He was like, boom. And I was like, did this nigga just, I wasn't saying, like, asking you to dance, nigga. I was just telling her, and he was like, no, I'm going to show and prove. Like, Like, that's the embodiment right there. Yeah, I guess, um, in my background, I'm a
0: rapper. Um, started at 16, uh, was part of a group called Fatal Affiliation. Uh, went by An- Anarchy back then, and uh, then the nickname was Stutter Boy, and I ended up going by that because Tajor couldn't say Anarchy. So he was like, "Nigga, stutter boy sounds way easier to say. I can't say the other name." So I was like, "All right, just it's catchier. I'll go with stutter boy." And then I just started like, you know, hanging out with Tezora, rapping more, um, learn the craft, and just stuck with it. Been rapping for over ten years now. About 12 no about 14 15 years
1: yeah, I maybe you started at 16 yeah. the math is a little off, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: it's, it's it's been a while but it's, it's just like off and on because at times you, active as opposed to like dormant when you're doing other things um did a lot of rap ended up making it to i did some voiceover work for america's best dance crew on mtv i uh, did went to school in Musicians institute of hollywood um shit did it uh, opened up for Talib Kweli, um shit. I don't, uh, yeah, but um, just stuck with it, man. And now I'm trying to get into the podcasting. Me and Kevin talked about podcasting like I don't know six months ago. Yeah, it was it was a while ago. Yeah, and then just <laughs> now, just get kind of getting our feet wet, trying to fill it out, see where this goes from there. And I enjoyed it transitioning
1: to, to the topics, just learning. That's just a different different lane yeah we gotta figure how we're gonna do that too like if and we got people listening hopefully we do to give us some feedback so we know what we can do yeah to make it better like Bro, if just like, don't keep don't, it short nigga like yeah tell kevin to shut the fuck up <laughs> god damn
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah, it's, it's a, this is the the, the the initial introduction so Obviously, you're gonna have the the fine tuning after that, but yeah. this is that first initial. Let's get your feet Let's wet. Let's call this the pilot. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is the pilot, and you might see added additions and everything like that. Because I, I I would like to get Greg in here because I want him to have that perspective of the 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 white friend that was like, man, I've been around these like that
1: kind of. Oh yeah, Greg would be like, fool, I'm white, I'm Mexican. <laughs> like, yeah, but don't nobody sees that. Yeah. <laughs> They so, see the white guy. Yeah,
0: so it's like to have that, like growing, because it, it's funny as Greg said some. He said things where I don't think we would even realize that from his perspective. He he said one thing about me to someone praising me like, "Man, this dude could freestyle a sixteen and count the bars as he's." Re-. I'm like, "How would you even remember shit like that?" <laughs> but like he, his perspective, you're like, you don't even realize that this dude's observing what we did at that time. And he would have these different stories from the same places that we've been. Like when yeah. we go to Bucks and have these ciphers or, or, or a tejora, a hookah bar, or something like that, like he would have a different, a whole different perspective when we're looking at it from like rapping or this. He's not trying to rap. He's just
1: hanging out. Yeah, so, we'll probably get a few cast of characters in here that yeah. can tell some stories and stuff.
0: And I think those perspectives are a dope thing to have. It it makes diversity as far as you don't want just the entertainment eyes. Like, we're both entertainers. So, for us, it's going to be different than someone who's... Yeah,
1: we're very jaded. Like, I don't know if you're jaded. I'm jaded as hell. Like, ever since, I'm like, damn, I can't. I'll go watch comedy. I'm like... Yeah. This is trash. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm you're turning always, into the bitter. You guy. can pick shit
0: apart because you, you're, you, you feel like you know it all because you've been through it all, like experiences. Yeah. wise are you
1: watching this guy on Netflix? And like he's not good. Yeah. He just got the right deal. Yeah, you're, <laughs> man, you're, you
0: can literally depict that, and then somebody else just kind of observe and be like, "Man, you don't hear this? That was dope." And you're like, "Fuck that!" Like, yeah. not not good. Yeah, that's rookie shit. It's like, man, <laughs> man, that wasn't even hard to think about. Like, so, yeah. But uh, this is the, the initial introduction pilot of Heavyweight Podcast.
1: I'm Stuttleboy, a.k.a. Flo Sicker, and this is Kevin Wendell, a.k.a. Kevin Wendell. <laughs> do I go? I'll go? i do a K- a.k.a. Dulo the Masterpiece, a.k.a. Deuce Quattro, a.k.a. Chocolate Lightning, <laughs> and the Peachtree Tumbler. One. One.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace.